New day, new you. Wake your ass up. Only strong, strong, strong. Monday through fucking gratitude. Be mindful. You're listening to May I Elaborate? Sound wisdom from me, J.B. Smooth. I remember back in the days when you used to walk out the door of your place and you would go out, you would check your damn pockets. You would pat all your goddamn pockets. Some of you motherfuckers even had like a, a fucking key rack by the front door and shit with all your fucking keys lined the fuck up. Car keys and shit, house keys and shit, so you don't forget shit. Some people have a little bowl by the front door and shit, throw their fucking wallet in the bowl and shit. All the particulars, the shit you fucking need. You pat yourself down for your wallet, your keys, that's all you fucking needed. Your wallet and your goddamn keys. <laughs> well, these days, there's one more thing you need to check for. And that's your goddamn phone. God damn it. You lose your fucking phone or you leave your phone, you fuck. You feel like you fucked your whole day up. Sometimes you have your goddamn phone. You don't even need your goddamn wallet or your fucking keys no more. Goddamn phone do every fucking thing. The phone does every fucking thing. Tell you where the fuck to go. Tell you where the fuck not to go. Check on people and shit. Don't check on people. The phone allows you to give a fuck and, and, and not give a fuck about shit. <laughs> You're making a lot of sense. I, I'll go all the way home if I forgot my phone. Fuck yeah, you will, Miles. Yeah, I can't that bitch. It. I feel disconnected. You feel disconnected. That motherfucker's your lifeline. It depends on what hand you hold that bitch in. It's your right hand or your fucking left hand. Woo, that goddamn phone's a bitch. Let me tell you something. They got us. They fucking got us. Yeah. Okay, I think today it's interesting because we have different generations represented here. I still, though, like feeling that lump for my wallet. Amanda, is there anything besides a phone that you feel uncomfortable leaving the house without? Um, I wouldn't. Say so. I mean, shit. I just feel uncomfortable leaving the house at this point. That's true. Um, that's true. Goddamn right you do. Shit. Also, we got to have our vax cards too. So that, that's it. Your phone, your wallet, your keys, and your vax card. Poof. Poof. Yeah. Poof. Yeah. At this point, I feel like you know, the phone is more so. It's like things are so crazy that at this point, I just feel like the phone is a is a, it's even a safety device at this point. So you got to tape the cops. You got to be, but then you you can't miss a a viral moment. You know, what if you see. You see some shit. What if you see a cat riding a turtle? Yeah. You got to be able to capture this. Mm -mm -mm. You know, you don't want to miss that. You got to, you got to share it. Well, if you didn't capture it, it didn't happen. I mean, that's just what it is. So. You tell that story a hundred fucking times. They got them cats sitting on top of that goddamn turtle. Who's going to believe you? (laughs) Who's going to fucking believe your ass, huh? Who the fuck going to believe you? They'd be like, you on that, you on that bullshit. <laughs> the thing about the phone, though, is like the the everybody want a picture type thing. And like, I'll have people that'll be like, I don't know who you are, but I feel like I, 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 I'm I supposed to get a picture. And I'm just like, we're not taking a picture if you don't know who I am. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit fucking annoys the fuck out of we're me. We're not doing that. You look familiar. Can we have a picture? No. Mm-mm-mm. No, we can't. I don't play that shit. I, I don't even... I mean, if especially if I'm not on the clock, you know, like if I'm not at an event or something, 
then I'm definitely not going to take, we're not taking pictures at Whole Foods. But the phone being right there, people are like, why not? I have my phone right here. I was like, yeah. I was at the goddamn urinal one time. I was at the fucking urinal in the bathroom. Motherfucker pulled his phone out and said, yo, we got to do this. I said, no, we don't, motherfucker. Not right now, we ain't. No, we don't. Fuck around with you pulling no, your goddamn don't. phone out while we at the fucking urinal. There's got to be boundaries. Yeah. And, and there's plenty, and I hate when a motherfucker can come to urinal mouth. Have this happened to you? There's plenty of parking spaces uh, yeah. past you. This motherfucker pees next to you. Right, one slot. Pull into the spot right next to you. Can't even open fuck? your doors. Yep. You can't open your fucking door. You got them right. He used the urinal right next to you, and it's four of the urinals oh, that way. Yeah. That's, you know, Amanda, I, I know. This is getting into cliche stuff, but it's the truth. You know, you guys have lines for the restroom and we normally don't because we have the urinal, but I don't like the urinal. Why, why, why do we want to see each other pee? Why are there not real good dividers, little private spaces to go and pee? That's my feeling. I don't know. I don't have a I, I was hoping you would know. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay. I don't. I took a shot because y'all be peeing in the streets. We do. So they like, well, fuck it. You know, if you, if you, if you're, if there's people like y'all who are willing to pee in the streets, let's accommodate them and the rest of the folks who are decent enough not to hear some stalls. Are there are there bathroom options for y'all where there's like no stalls at where there's no stalls at all? Yeah, we've talked about that in the show at Dodger Stadium. There's a trough. It's just a big trough. Yeah, you're you're peeing into a lake next to everyone, and you'd hey, how about that play at third base? As you pee all the shit out, all your shit out, crossing streams. Yeah, That's how That's I love that. There's, I love that there's shit like that going on, and then people try and act like there's like this like whole civilized classiness. I just, I splashing can't splashing and shit, all that fucking splashing. If you think you ain't been splashed on at that trough, these are the same people who didn't want to wash their hands. Yeah, same so people. y'all are at troughs holding your dick, Holy and f- folks didn't want to wash their hands. Don't right. want to. I don't even know why I'm saying past tense. Folks don't want to wash their hands. They're like, how? Dare you? Fucking well, Neanderthals! You. What the fuck is a, ne- a Neanderthal, Miles, in that motherfucking trough? Neanderthals! Yeah, old yeah. school pissing and shit. You're gonna do that? Walk out and get a pretzel. Get That's, a fucking pretzel. Fuck that, that pretzel up. You goddamn right. Fuck that pretzel. I said, I said, a motherfucker hang his. He had a pretzel in the bathroom, hung his pretzel on his dick. And pissed. You did not see that. No, you no, did I didn't not see that. See that. that shit. I didn't see that shit. But it should have been <laughs> like, fucking wild if I did. On this podcast. If I fucking did. I wouldn't forget. I wouldn't forget it. It's like ring toss. <laughs> yeah, you, you would be traumatized. Uh, All right, but I, I took, I took this conversation way. Where were you going? With oh, 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 oh! The fuck was that? Oh, oh, oh! Nowadays, all that shit's in your goddamn phone. You know, your phone can can look up a childhood sweetheart and shit. You can do. You can get a ride, a fucking meal. Shit, answer any fucking question. Any question that baffles your ass, that phone can fucking answer that shit, man. God damn it, man. Find your, you can find best friends and shit from back in the fucking days. God damn it, man. That damn phone can see what you see and back up any story you fucking want to tell, man. It can record every moment of your fucking life, like, like a man that said. Back in the goddamn day, you were lucky if your ass had two baby pictures of yourself. Yeah. You got a baby picture of yourself, Amanda? Several. My, I mean, my mom wasn't playing around with the camera. Some people did. My mom was, yeah, my mom was very, very serious about chronicling my existence. Oh, so. I, might, I might have one. I, shit, I might have fucking one, one or two of myself yeah. as a fucking baby, a I got fucking two. infant. One's got torn. Two. One's torn. It's not made up. One's torn and, and one has that coffee ring. On. Yeah, those motherfuckers ain't in good shape. <laughs> no, they're not in good shape. Those fucking pictures are Damn. fucked off, man. Somebody carry that shit in their back pocket for a while. Yeah. 
here's my baby. You want to see my well, baby? That's love. That's fucking. That's yeah, love. That's shit. love. Yeah, then that shit ends up in a, a old ass fucking picture frame, tattered by the fucking sun and fucking elements. You right. move a hundred fucking times. That shit goes in a box here and there, unpacked, right. packed again, unpacked, packed again, unpacked. Put on another fucking table. Sad. <sighs> Sad fucking life, man. But now every goddamn moment of your life can be documented if you want that shit to be. You are your own goddamn live TV fucking show. And that's fucking good, man. Too many people live life like it's a fucking rehearsal. half ass and shit, Amanda. Thinking to themselves, they got plenty of time and a bunch of fucking do-overs. Let me tell you some people out there in fucking podcast world, uh, uh, may I fucking elaborate? Trust me. You fucking don't. Your fucking life is live. And that shit is playing out in real fucking time on camera. So I tell people all the time, Amanda, stop fucking around. No goddamn rehearsals and shit. Do shit and say shit like it fucking matters because it does. Shit. People would change their fucking mind and mid-flow and shit. No, I didn't mean it. I wasn't fucking around. No, you wasn't fucking around. You, you said that shit. Ain't no fucking around, ain't no do-overs. You do shit and you say shit that you can stand by and live with. If you do fuck up, you own that shit on the next episode. <laughs> shit. Fucking cameras are rolling every fucking way. You can't change your fucking mind. Once you do shit now, you don't have no fucking do-overs. Once you fuck up, that shit is for the world to see. Miles, the other day I was in fucking, uh, in fucking home goods. Okay. And they got they got a goddamn camera. They say they got a fucking uh, monitor mm-hmm. on the fucking line. So you could see yourself on fucking line. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. Sitting there, say, I shouldn't know what it's. Why? Yeah, I don't fucking know why. They, they got the whole camera showing up. They show you on camera to let you know that don't be fucking around in here. They're watching we, you. They're watching you watch you. Now you're watching you watch you. Ain't that some shit? I'm looking at myself watching me. Right. They're just, they're being honest as opposed to Walmart. Every crime reenactment show I watch, they catch someone it's from walmart footage because they all everyone goes to buy their tape and their cleaner and all that stuff from walmart so at least home goods is saying you know don't don't be a murderer we're gonna we're gonna turn this over we got your ass and now you know where they got your ass so don't get up here fucking around on this goddamn line is that i i don't do we feel like home goods has been the site of a lot of theft you know what it it, might have been tj maxx or, or, or Home Goods <laughs> or, 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 or Marshalls or any one of those motherfucking stores they're you get good same. at sales and shit. Yeah, yeah, they're all in the same clip. All the sales stores got that shit. So you're profiling, you're profiling stores now? You think TJ Maxx yeah. is favored by criminals? Well, the way it's set up, it's just, you know, they just should be on the ground. Like, everything always feels rummaged. There's a rummage yeah. culture. It feels like a There's crime a scene culture. when you walk in. Yes. So why not it just, feels, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like someone came through and was like, I'm just going to take what I want. Just chalk outlines out. everywhere. But it's odd because you would think motherfuckers don't steal shit that's on sale. They want the real shit that's not, that's not on sale. They want right. fucking pricey shit. You would think people don't have to steal shit that's already on fucking sale. That's marked down. Stop stealing, stop stealing marked down shit. True. If you're going to go to jail, go to jail for some shit, for, for something. Well, speaking of no do-overs and no rehearsals, that's it. You did that. We're not going to do it again. We need What's to start that? the show. People warm the fuck up, Miles. You know, that, when I cold open these people, you know, when I cold open, I'm, some, I'm hot. Yeah. It, it, it called a cold open, but it's really a hot open. Yeah. We should rename it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's called the hot open, Miles. I call it a cold open no more. 
You got it. You got to okay. jump in people's ass immediately sometime. When they turn this, Miles, when people turn this podcast on, you need to jump on their ass. It's a hot open, Miles. And sometimes I come in hot. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. All right. We got to pay for that shit? Hey, hey, if I say that, we got to pay for that? That you came in hot? I'm coming in hot. If I say I'm coming in hot. It's a fucking song, dude. Do we got to pay for that? No. I don't. I don't. Now that you referenced it, maybe. But before Fuck I think me, we man. Fuck me, man. Fuck me. Hi, Miles, and thanks for joining us on a new day of May I Elaborate Sound Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. On each episode, we discuss a quote from a daily calendar to see if J.B. can squeeze even more wisdom and inspiration out of it. Now, normally, you're just stuck listening to the two of our voices, but today we have a treat for you. From our guests' early days, appearing as Amanda Diva on Russell Simmons Presents Deaf Poetry, to her dynamic HBO stand-up special, I Be Knowing, and to her breakout role as Tiffany Dubois on the critically acclaimed and iconic HBO sitcom Insecure. Love that show. So sad it's gone. This accomplished stand-up comedian, actor, writer, director, poet, and master's degree holding Ivy League grad has made an incredible name for herself, and that name is Amanda Seals. Thank you, but I will not claim director. Because I have not directed anything. You have something on IMDb that says you directed. So you have. It does? Yeah, so you better go correct it. I mean, I've directed like my web Dang. series, but I, oh, I, fuck that. I feel you did like- it. You did it. Fuck that. You did that shit. Nah, you claim man. that shit. I don't claim, claim, I don't claim shit. titles I ain't been paid to do. Where did Insecure come from? Come on, web series. It takes it takes work to do that. That's a lot. You of, did that shit. Claim that yeah, shit. Yeah, but people are really out here directing and learning lenses and like no, really in it. No. I don't claim things I have not <laughs> done the cameraman. work to do. That's cameraman shit. That's cameraman and and, and, and cinematographers and shit yep. like that. You you take now you adding shit on that you don't fucking do. Yeah. No, if you're I'm a director, around, you, sh- you claim should. Shit. Well, I, I'm I'm talking about the directors that I respect. They know, <laughs> they know. Like we need to switch lens. Some directors just here. go up to DPs and say, oh, "Do this for me." God make, right make it, it look like it this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a fan of well. that. I know that when I take on a title, it's because I feel like I've done the due diligence of the craft to earn that mm-hmm. title, and I have not done that with directors. Audience adds sincere. To the list of qualities <laughs> our, our guest has today. So, Amanda, just to prep you in a bit, we'll be deconstructing a proverb before we get to that. While doing this podcast, we've noticed that while some of our listeners seem to glean a lot of enlightenment from JB's unique take on complex quotes and proverbs, there also seems to be a need for JB to offer out his very specific brand of advice on some of the personal day-to-day issues of our wonderful listeners. So, Amanda, please help us now as we present some of our listeners' questions in our segment, Ask JB. Here goes. Isaiah Field 756. I've been trying to get a girlfriend and can't seem to get one. What do I do? That's a very straightforward one. He doesn't He doesn't uh, talk about <laughs> tactics or anything about himself. So, basically, how do you find a partner? First of all, Here's what I believe when you're trying to find a fucking relationship. Mm. You basically, uh, uh, Isaiah Fields, 756, you're trying too fucking hard. And, and, and maybe a man that could help me here. You know, and, and, and Isaiah, we have a, a beautiful woman on the show today. And maybe she could tell you also how what it takes to attract the, the laws of fucking attraction. <laughs> God damn it. People smell desperation. And, and, and I'm ladies have intuition and shit like that, but they also smell fucking desperation. Miles, sometimes people will fucking around trying to meet somebody because they need some place to stay. 
You sneaky motherfucker. I know what's fucking going on here. You ain't got no place to live. You try yeah. to be sneaky. You try to grab hold of, hold of somebody who, who got good credit or hold of somebody who got an apartment or a fucking car to drop your ass off at work. We know the tricks. Ladies know the tricks. Intuition. Right. Well, sometimes people try to boop around the holidays just because they don't want to be alone during the holidays. They don't even want to be you with that You think we don't understand? Miles, you fucking right, Miles. Yeah. People fucking... They grab hold of somebody in the wintertime for warmth or, or a gift. Amanda, what do you think? What the fuck you think? I really Amanda? feel like this is a question that I see a lot from young people because this is a world where I feel like more than ever, folks are really in their phone, as JB was saying earlier, than really just like interacting with people in real life. Like you can really like have a whole relationship with somebody and get catfished because you didn't need to see like their face to know who they really were. Mm. So I feel like a lot of folks aren't as comfortable with just like being out and engaging with humans. But to me, like part of having part of getting a relationship, even if you pursue it online is putting yourself out there uh, in a real way. Like I think you do have to like show that person your actual face I do think that person needs to have like an actual connection to your voice. I could be old school in that because I think those people who would say that's not true. You can have a whole relationship with somebody and never see them. Um, And that's a certain kind of relationship. But if you want a a girlfriend, which it sounds like this person wants, there's going to have to be a like 360 situation. And so you got to get out there. But I think some people are afraid to do that Mm -hmm. uh, because they don't know themselves in that way. So it feels a little bit like jarring to let somebody else get to know you in a way that you haven't gotten to know yourself. So I think that the first step is you getting to identify, like, what are the things that make you happy? What are the things that make you scared? What are the things that make you angry? Like really learning your blueprint. You can do that through therapy. You can do that through meditation. You can do that Mm. through journaling, all the above. But the more you know about you, the more you'll attract somebody that aligns with you. You fucking right. That was really good. Fucking great. You're saying date yourself. No, don't try right. to attract someone else. Attract yourself before you're you can be right. attracted and, to others. You goddamn right. And here's why. Also, I'm gonna tag onto that shit. Now, here's a good recommendation. You, you, you fucking buy a fucking wig and you get some makeup and shit, and you decorate half your motherfucking face as you as a woman and, and half your face as, you, as as yourself as a man and shit yeah. and, and and get some get a tailor to make a fucking half dress half three piece suit and shit and, and put a one high heel on one foot and, and one regular ass loafer on another foot and take yourself the fuck out to a nice restaurant and, and, and get two fucking meals and get, get like split a meal in half and shit like you want the eggplant parmesan and, and, and maybe the, 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 the fucking linguine and shit on the same fucking plate and, and, and eat with both fucking hands take yourself out and shit get a pocket square on, on the soup side and shit and a little corsage or some shit on the other fucking side of the dress and take yourself the fuck out and enjoy yourself and, and, and find out who the fuck you are see see Miles that's what the fuck you do Miles yeah. you take yourself the fuck out and, and, and Maybe I'm speaking in metaphoric terms and shit. Maybe I'm overdoing this shit. Hopefully. Like physically. Yeah. Uh, no, no, man. I, I mean, really do it. But if you don't want to do it or don't have the means to have a tailor make a fucking half suit, half fucking dress. Right. Or, or, or a half a wig and shit. If you don't have the means for that shit, metaphorically speaking, you take yourself out. Enjoy your motherfucking self. Take yourself to the fucking movies. And if you can do it, put your motherfucking arm around yourself and hug your fucking self. Like put your whole arm around you and and, and, and fucking fondle your other shoulder and shit. See, that way, but 
if you can't do that shit, I'm speaking metaphorically speaking. Yeah. And also get consent first. Hey, yeah, so, yeah. so that was two bits of advice for you, Isaiah. Yeah. One, I think you can follow. And the other, I don't know, maybe going America's Got Talent with that act. Uh, <laughs> California underscore Niner writes. Right, this is more complex. Well, actually, that was pretty complex. It was a short question, but very complex yeah, answer. But, 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 but Ma, we solved that shit. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, if the person has, yeah. has the ability to make that suit dress, shit, why not, Ma? Right. <laughs> maybe get a local high school to do it for you. The, the maybe, department. Maybe. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. California underscore Niner writes, I'm struggling right now trying to find a way to make some good money. But I have a buddy who makes a lot of cash monthly, but is never able to lend me a few dollars for bills or something. I'm struggling to know if he's a real friend when he sees my struggle and isn't willing to help. Uh, this time, <laughs> I'd like to go to Amanda first. Amanda, do you got a take on that? Now, here's a person he's struggling, but he's got lots of money not helping out, though. Is he a real friend? I don't know if he's asked and the person's refused or if he feels that the person should just be looking at him struggling and be like, hey, here's some money. Mm, mm, mm. I think that people are just not really clear about the fact that you don't know what's really in somebody's pockets. And when we expect people to just like show up with money specifically, it's like you got to be very clear about that in your request, in how you're going to pay it back, you know, all of that. I think that um, I don't think this is a way to determine whether somebody is a friend. I mean, again, I think we're missing a key part. If it's like, hey, I've asked for some help. Mm. I asked for some help. I cl I laid out clear guidelines on when I would pay this back, you know, and I've done it before and I would, you know, I'm looking for help again and they're just not with it. That's different. I think, I think, um, I think this person though should probably focus on their own situation and not on what other people should be doing for their situation. Goddamn right. In this, in this situation. Don't assume and know how to ask. But we also like, we don't know why this person is broke. Like we don't know, like, like it was there like a, a catastrophe? Right. Was there some type of like traumatic event, you know, or mm -hmm. is it just like they're a fuck up? Because <laughs> yeah. if you a fuck up, your friend is like, I fuck with you, but I ain't gonna fuck with, fuck with you fuck up though. Bet it all on 12 black. And Miles, and Miles, and, and Amanda, then the lines get blurred because see, when you fucking around with a friend who you, who are, you are loaning money to, the minute you conduct that bitch as a business transaction, they get offended any fucking way. Oh, 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 you got to sign paperwork? Oh, I lost oh, the oh, whole, oh, oh. I lost the whole friend off of that. Yeah, yeah. I lost the whole friend off of yeah. that where she was like, I feel like you're treating me like a line there item. There you go. And I was like, this situation is a line yeah. item. Uh, you're asking me to pay you out of a budget that you were never considered in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. People, don't forget that you got to pay taxes on your fucking yes. money. People don't. Yeah. People with no money don't understand that you <laughs> lose money because when you got money, people don't understand this shit. And, and, and the minute you do that shit as a business transaction, they fucking get offended. And like you said, Amanda, you lose a motherfucking friend. And yet, so, your yeah. goal was to to keep things clear, right? You clear. you're trying to delineate between friendship and this, and so we don't mess up the friendship, and ultimately. Yeah. They get offended and messes up the friendship. Fuck yeah. I mean, I think people also just assume that, be, that if you got money, it's their money now because you're friends. I mean, that's th this situation. Again, I don't know the ins and outs of their scenario, but I have been in a situation where someone who I was friends with when I was, you know, less financially secure. Once I got more financially secure, she just assumed that now 
there was a change in the way that we, that we would interact <laughs> and that had not been illuminated to me. Um, and when I wasn't responding to it in the way that she thought I would, she was like, Oh, I thought we were friends. And I was like, I don't know what us being friends has to do to me. Friends don't switch up. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. yeah, that's, that's my thing. I'm like, to me, if you were my friend, you would be like, Hey, so moving forward, can we do it like this? Right? Yeah. Because friends don't pull punches. No, they don't. Oh, they shouldn't. Uh, JB, you got, you got anything before we move on? You got to walk around in another person's fucking shoes to understand what the fuck they're going through. Because it's levels to this shit. People think it's just... People know what people think. Here's what the fuck people think. Right now, we got... I'm going to tell you something. We got a fucking $870 million fucking lottery right now in fucking New York City. Motherfuckers think... What the fuck you have as your success in your fucking bank account, they think you won the fucking lottery. <laughs> they think you won a goddamn lottery and therefore you got to distribute your fucking money amongst everybody. No, it's not a fucking lottery. I got to work for this shit every fucking day. People think it's a goddamn lottery. It's not a fucking lottery. That's what the fuck going on, Miles. They got to walk around in your goddamn shoes, Miles. Yeah. And sometimes those shoes are not the shoes you think they fucking are. Sometimes it's the right foot on the right and the left and the left on the goddamn right. And, and, and you're walking crooked and shit. People don't understand. Yeah. You got to constantly, you got to constantly pay fucking taxes. You got you to gotta constantly pay people commissions and all kind of shit. People think that shit is just readily available. Everybody has not. responsibilities. And the, even though shoes look good from the outside, you don't know if they're comfortable on the inside. You don't know what people are going through. Miles, you know how many times I fucked around? You you, you would go to like 7-Eleven and, and it's and it's like changing that little dish and shit and you got supposed to add money to yeah. that motherfucker. I take money sometimes, Miles. If I need a quarter, if I feel like a quarter's in that bitch, quarters are, you need quarters more than you need any other fucking coin, Miles. Once in a while, I take a fucking quarter. I don't give a fuck. You hear me? I pretend I'm putting money in that bitch, but I take money, Miles. Be honest. Because sometimes I need a quarter for parking and I just take a fucking quarter. Because nobody carries change in their pocket no more, Miles. But once in a while you get to a, a fucking meter and you need quarters, I just take a fucking quarter. Fuck it, Miles. I don't carry cash no more. But you think I'm going to take a quarter? That motherfucker turns his back? I will take a goddamn quarter, Miles. From that little fucking dish. Yeah. So even when you got it, you ain't got it. See? Right. That's all I'm saying. I, I think you you both uh, did your best to help. It's a, it's a tough situation, but just everyone has circumstances and things aren't as clear cut. I, I think for time's sake, though, you guys spend so much time at the top of the show. Let's move forward. On to our quote. Today's quote comes to the calendar. Keep calm and carry on. And here's today's quote. To innovate is to live in hope. Innovation is the first casualty of cynicism. And that's by Ocean Vaughn. To innovate mm. is to live in hope. Innovation is the first casualty of cynicism. Mm. And yet now, I'm going to tell you, Amanda, normally I like to say it out loud to myself so I can absorb what the fuck this, this quote is. Because sometimes I don't get it when Miles says that shit sometimes. Sometimes I ignore what the fuck Miles is saying. I'm going to be honest. And, I, and, and no offense, Miles. It's you very know. offensive. No, I'm just saying. Sometimes I just ignore what the fuck you're talking about. Because I, no, I, I don't feel it the same way. I, I got I to read it to myself out loud. And everybody else hear me read the shit. I, it feels like I'm absorbing what this issue is. And people out there need to fucking feel that, Miles. <clears throat> okay. To innovate... Is to live in hope. Innovation is the first casualty of cynicism. Huh. 
Hmm. See, I'll I focus on key words here. And we're going to dive into this when we come back. But I, 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 I dive into innovate and casualty. That's my fucking key words. That's why I do, Amanda. And you can feel free, Amanda, to read it out loud to yourself, too, and to everybody else. So absorb this shit. Oh, I got it. I got <laughs> yeah, it. Shit, yeah. So, so you, so you, uh, do you listen to me? Or, or Miles was was Miles Miles first or, or me second? I mean, I, I I when Miles read it the second time, I it it resonated for me. I know I know where I'm at with it. I feel, I feel better now, and I, and I'll feel <laughs> even better after the break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to May I Elaborate? Sound wisdom from JB Smooth. The quote we're looking at today is to innovate is to live in hope. Innovation is the first casualty of cynicism. We're here with our guest, Amanda Seals. JB, would you start this off? No, no, I'm not going to lie. When I hear this quote, I can't help but think about you, Amanda. You know, you are what we call an innovator. You know, you're an innovator. Now, now, now whether it's one of the many shows you produced or your groundbreaking accomplishments, you are a fucking innovator. Now, for people like you, when the time comes to jump, you, you don't waste time asking how high. That's what innovators do. Instead, you, you get to, to work putting together the blueprints for a fucking rocket. Then build that shit and, and then lift the fuck off. You are a fucking innovator. You, you, you trying to downplay the directing shit earlier. Yeah. You, you trying to you downplay the fuck out of that shit. Instead of, instead of accepting how people fucking see you. But I determine how people, I will set my own narrative and make corrections because people see me the wrong way all the time. I see you as the greatest director of our time. I see you <laughs> as doing what the fuck you want to do. I see you as accepting shit that you fucking do and you are capable of fucking doing. I know I do. I accept shit that I know I can fucking do. Fuck it. He accepts stuff that he can't do. I don't give a fuck. I don't do that. I'm a NASCAR. I'm a NASCAR <laughs> driver. You think I give a fuck? You think I can't drive that motherfucking car? I'll drive the shit out that goddamn car. Shit. You are an innovator. Innovators are, are, are hopeful ass believers who see it. And, and then they fucking get on it. That's what the fuck you do. You see shit, you get on it. If you ask an innovator why, you know, and, and, and they respond, here's what the fucking innovator responds by. Get the fuck out of my face. That's what the fucking innovator says. Fuck out my face. That's what they say. Very, very hostile innovators. It's not hostile. It's being, it's being, it's knowing what the fuck you are capable of doing sometimes before you fucking do it. I mean, I think what this quote speaks to to me is the idea of understanding that change can happen on a basic level. So, like, if we look at just kind of the landscape of things right now in our society, there is a lot of hopelessness because people are feeling like, you know, there are powers in place that are not um, in their best interest. And what ends up happening is that a lot of times people forget that it was those people's innovation that got them in power. And thus it can be your innovation that gets them out of power. And I think we oftentimes forget that things change and shift by the nature of innovation and by people considering a new way of things happening. Mm -hmm. So I just think that when we look at, I think a lot of people are very stuck in things being as they are, whether it's themselves 
or whether it's, you know, their society, et cetera. But we always have to remember that we are here because there were those who came before us that got us here and we can be the ones that get the next place to where it needs to be. And that is by innovation. Mm-hmm. Well, that's powerful. So, so I think uh, getting into this quote early to innovate is to live in hope. There's no question there. The first casualty of innovation of cynicism. is cynicism. JB, what do you got on cynicism? Look, the other side of, of what you got, you have your cynics, right? These cynical motherfuckers are just straight up haters. Cynical people are fucking haters. They don't believe in you. They don't believe in progress. They don't believe in fucking innovation. They don't believe in none of this shit. They are doubters. There are people who are not going to believe in your fucking route, in your fucking path, and where you're trying to get to. They say you can't fucking do it. They say you can't do shit before you fucking do it. Now, now, let me tell you something. When, 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 when fucking Mr. Otis was showing off his idea for an elevator, you see that shit? In every, every fucking elevator got Otis in that motherfucker. Yeah. Otis. Yeah. Otis. That was his last name then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It might have been his first name. His fucking first name is Otis. Fuck that. Oh, oh, the last name might have been Otis too. Who fucking knows, Miles? You don't fucking Otis, know. Otis. You just see the word Otis. You think you automatically think it's just the last name. Yeah. Maybe he had a first name basis on, on, on the world. People called that motherfucker Otis. Like Prince and, 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 and Madonna. You know what I mean? Right. You don't fucking know. You, no, you're I, cynical. No, you're being cynical now. I, I didn't realize that. You fucking jumped on that shit, Miles, like it was fucking truth into that shit. I, okay. Amanda heard you. You, you. you just automatically thought that was his last name. You don't fucking know. Yeah, but Amanda didn't attack me. Yeah, but you know. But, so you were saying now, uh, Otis, Otis is the elevator. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he he showed off his idea for an elevator. You can bet there was a cynical ass motherfucker standing off to the side talking shit. That's all right. I'll take the stairs. One of those motherfuckers who didn't believe in his fucking invention and shit. Yeah, hey, I'll take the stairs. I'm I'm or 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 I'm good. I'm fucking good. You know, I'm gonna take the stairs for no reason. For no fucking reason. No fucking reason. Amanda, do you see? Uh, the motivation behind cynics is there is there a, a theme there or is it just just a random thing are cynics people who hate or cynics people who just just doubt i think there's both i mean i think there's just fear at the root of cynics right like they're just afraid of you know somebody advancing or afraid of their ability to keep up etc and then there's also just like the fear of um, when you're a hater, you're just afraid of like somebody doing shit that you know you can't do and that, how it makes you feel. Like, that's really what I feel like haters beyond. But, you know, the cynicism of it all is really just for a lot of people, it's easier to hate on something than to consider something else. Mm-hmm. And um, when you can prove a cynic wrong, it's like they always got something behind that. <laughs> they always, That's their whole shit. They're a cynic. So like. You can't, there's always another layer. So you can't even sweat cynics because some people think that some people mistake cynics and realists, right? Mm -hmm. Like a realist is somebody who will be like, okay, well, here's the one, two, three. And so we need to be conscious of this. A cynic will be like, well, here's the one, two, three. And it's like, yeah, but those haven't even been, those one, two, threes are, are, are like, they could be possible, but like, I feel like you just bringing that up for no reason. And it's like, yeah. That's the difference. A realist brings something up because they want to consider like the possible, yeah. like the they want to consider solutions before like obstacles happen. A cynic brings it up because they're trying to shut your shit they're down. They're trying to shut your shit the fuck down, man. Last thing you want to do. Doubt. Yeah, yeah, it's doubt. They, 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 they doubt because they don't fucking see. 
Yeah. They don't, they, they are blind. They can't fucking see. They can't fucking hear. These motherfuckers, they, they don't let shit in and they don't let shit out. Well, sometimes you're stuck in your ways. You wonder why. You're stuck in your fucking ways. Yeah. We had a black and white television uh, way after color existed because my dad didn't trust color. But that means that he was old. He was just kind of set in his ways. He didn't trust it? He just, he just didn't think it was a thing. He just didn't, I don't, I guess because he was used to black and white movies and then the color came and I don't know. He was, he was an old guy. I mean, I was slow. I was slow to the iPhone. Right. I feel like I was slow to the iPhone because I was just like, my BlackBerry works fine. Why would I need to do this? I, um, I, I held out for a long time with that motherfucking BlackBerry. I mean, yeah, he did. I, I, I held a BlackBerry for a long ass time. Longer than Obama. <laughs> I denied that motherfucking iPhone. I said, fuck that iPhone. I'm a BlackBerry. I'm a BlackBerry person. But at the end of the day, it should be best idea yeah. wins. That's the difference between like a cynic and a realist, yeah, right? Yeah, Best idea yeah. wins. So like once someone showed me the iPhone and like took me through it, I was like, ah, well. <laughs> it's tough though. You know? Some of it is generational. Cause like, you know, the cassette tapes I held on before, like sometimes you have to let old ideas die. They, they don't just go willingly. They, they die kicking and screaming before the next one comes in. Especially yeah. JB and the Blackberry. But hey, but JB, I, I think you guys really got the uh, cynic and the innovator. Let's get to the end of this. Let's go right to the end. Okay, let's go. We like to address the people because we know they're listening. We know they're getting shit out of this, whether they're working out with this, uh, playing this amazing podcast or they're driving and shit or walking a fucking goofy ass dog. We don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you're doing something. <laughs> I always throw that in their mouths. I hate to call people goofy and shit, but sometimes it just slips out sometimes. Anyway, now for those of you out there who feel like you're not living your best life, I want you to look back at moments in your life where you went down when you wanted to go the fuck up. Like, like, like fucking oldest wanted to ask to go up, you wanted to go fuck down. And, and, and I want you to go back to that moment. Get in your body and, and, and get one of those first-person POVs like you have when you're online playing Call of Duty or some fucking video game or some shit like that. I want you to take yourself back to a pivotal moment where you had to make a decision, but you chose fucking wrong. Man, that shit happens, happens all the time, Amanda. You choose, you choose fucking wrong. You choose fucking wrong sometimes. Now, I want you to look around. Now, now somewhere there's a fucking avatar lurking that didn't have your best interest in mind. One that got in your head and let cynicism creep in and wound your hope and spoil your fucking innovation. That fucking shit will spoil your innovation. And, 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 and I want you to locate that motherfucker. Identify it. Look that shit straight in the eye and say, mm-hmm, <laughs> not the kid. You ever see that shit that in your head? You Some shit is happening in the fucking moment and, and you got to center yourself and say, <laughs> Not the kid. <laughs> you don't verbally say that, motherfucker, unless you're really bold about it. In your head, you say, not the kid. <laughs> you ain't going to get me with this bullshit. Yes, Ooh. definitely. I've definitely found myself in situations where I'm just like, Oop, not today, devil. Ooh, not today. Wee. Not today. But, you know, and I feel like the older I've gotten, the better I've got at that. It's <laughs> just preserving energy. You're just like, hmm. You got to preserve your fucking energy, your fucking gas, your fucking power. You got to understand what the fuck, how far you can go with shit. 
based yeah. on how much fuel you got to fucking deal with this bullshit. Yeah, we all work on fuel. It's not just gas. You fucking that's your fuel. It's your fucking energy. You put in the fuck energy is your fucking fuel. The energy you give attention to, that's your goddamn fuel. And if you want to run your goddamn fuel out, fucking with dumb shit, going the long way around, you wasting your fucking fuel. Your energy is fucking being wasted by entertaining this bullshit. I got a, I got a fucking needle in my fucking brain, uh, Amanda, that, 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 that goes from fucking full, when my fucking energy is full, and my energy fucking starts to dwindle. I'm wasting <laughs> fucking energy, and my gas gauge is going to fuck down. Well, JB, our time is right at empty. What's your last last line on this? <laughs> Not the kid. <laughs> hey, Amanda, thanks for putting up with uh, all of the madness. Uh, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciated having you. Yeah, Amanda, you always have been dope and stay innovative. Woo! That that was a a great chat with Amanda. I mean, we we have some really great chats with people. Miles, we have went some amazing places with some amazing people, Miles. And I'll tell you something, as much as we talk about ourselves, Miles, it's all about the fucking podcast listeners, man. People out there who get this shit, Miles. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of people who get it, uh, if you're listening, you're probably one of the people who get it, unless you're about to write a, a nasty review about the don't podcast. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't fucking do it. Yeah, and how you don't you know? get it. But yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Especially <laughs> because we're, we're about to take a break. Uh, this season of May I Elaborate is coming to an end. Trust me, it's not you. It's it's us. We're, we're taking a break, but we've enjoyed this season just like last season. It's been a blast uh, presenting this podcast for you folks. You know, I, I, I'm going to tease this out there for you, JB, but I know I've enjoyed sharing uh, my thoughts, opinions, and ideas with people. Um, but especially with you, you're you're um, you're a fun person to talk to. Man, Miles, you are fucking amazing, as you know, my friend, and you always will be, and we always are. And this is what we want to represent as far as the amazing show that we have been doing. Call me, I elaborate. Sound oh. wisdom from JB Smooth and, and, and Miles. Fuck that and Miles. Oh, shit. Thank you. I'm gonna try to negotiate that. If we come back, that out. when we come yeah, back, yeah. if we come back, when we come back, we don't know right now. We're taking we a don't break. Know. Yeah, we're taking a little yeah. break. But, yeah, um, we don't fucking know. Yeah, but I can honestly say, say that you know, over 180 episodes, we had an absolutely amazing time presenting this podcast to you folks. You know, we say we did it, but obviously we can't do this podcast alone. So we need to thank an incredible team of people. You know, May yeah. I Elaborate is produced by Nick Liao. Executive producers are Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, Jeff Ross, and uh, our associate producer, Sean Darty, who's getting ready go to go to Las Vegas uh, at the time I say this. So listeners, wish him well. He's never been, and we're hoping he wins big, <laughs> and, and but doesn't get hooked. Exactly. Our production coordinator is, is Lisa Berm. Talent bookings by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Maggie Ogden. Mixing and engineering by Eduardo Perez. Oh my goodness, this guy kills it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Original music and sound design by Hannes Brown. Additional support by Anya Jajik and Seth Kelly, Chester Guazda, Joe Tisdale, Joanna Samuel, 
and Will Becton, who, by the way, JB has used Will Becton's laptop the entire time. So every time JB signs on, we see Will Becton's name. <laughs> I'm going to miss seeing his name. Uh, special thanks to our marketing team, Melinda Petro, Marie Weber, Steffi Park, and Sam Curry, and to Ryan Goto for our, our beautiful, our wonderful cover art. It's really beautiful. JB, you, you grabbed this last one. Yeah, and of course, our very special thanks to our brother in height and in life, the very lanky Conan O'Brien. Thank you, brother. We love you. You already know we love you. You might be asking, why are we taking a break? We just want to freshen things up and continue to figure ways to enlighten you even more throughout your journey through fucking life. Fuck faces. Wow, that was, it, it seemed lovely and then it got mean at the end. <laughs> so, so we're just saying this because it's not goodbye. We just want to restructure and reprocess and regenerate new energy for fucking you. All right, well, wake your asses up. Just not with us for a while. Yeah, just continue to wake the fuck up. Don't fucking lay there and no, shit. No, no. Don't, don't, don't just whittle away and shit. No, no, no. We don't want to be responsible for that. We don't need that in our heads. Yeah, we still want you to be, to enjoy new days and, and still be the new you. Yeah, we want you to continue to be new you. Well, don't thank you so much for listening <laughs> to up. May I Elaborate Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth and Sound Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. We really enjoy doing the show. We really enjoy doing it for you. We read your comments, and we really appreciate you guys. And we can't wait to be back doing something wonderful for you. So until then, he's J.B., and I'm Miles. Thank you so much for your love and support. Or your support if you didn't love us. You know, love is a a tough word to commit to. You got to continue to fucking grow and flourish. Continue to water yourself. Remain grounded and always strive to be a new fucking you. This has been a Team Coco production.